All right. So uh, a couple years down the road, uh, you are hanging out. Uh, things are going okay for you. You've had a, a couple, honestly, pretty good months. You've had a, a couple successful uh, inventions take off. Uh, you made up this product called Cat Hats. And what it is, is it's a hat that uh, people can wear and that their pet cat can like climb on, you know? Mm-hmm. The, the motto for Cat Hats is Cat Hats. When you want to leave your cat, but you can't. It was like the first one you guys went with. So uh, what ends up happening is uh, you do that. You come up with this thing uh, called uh, called uh, pesto weed. And what it is, is um, it's just like, you know, exactly what it sounds like. It's edibles. But it's a it's, cannabis pesto. Yeah, it's yeah. a cannabis pesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the motto for that one is uh, the name of the, the name of the company is called uh, <laughs> Pesto Changeo. <laughs> and the motto that's pretty good. I'm pretty smart. The motto for that one is Pesto Changeo. You want to get fucked up? So that I uh, buy that. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. I would probably buy it too. You know. Uh, at so, least once for the jar, so you'd have the jar. Oh yeah, and every time, and all the jars are like, uh, like hand decorated. Uh, they're like these artisanal jars with like some pretty, honestly, some pretty cool art going. You know. So these are like you want to buy it because of the the pesto cannabis, but also because the jar just looks really cool, and you want to then keep your weed in it after, obviously. Yep, and after that, all. The weed you smoke that comes out of that fucking jar. Every time you smoke it, for just a brief second, you can smell Italy. What does Italy smell like? Mostly pesto. So uh, you also, uh, but the main thing that you've done is uh, you started this uh, dating app called stud finder and the way that uh this works is uh basically i probably have so many good ideas because of all the weed that i smoke yeah unbelievably so uh like you had this idea because um basically you were talking to a friend of yours christine mcmichaels uh dash daniels and she um and she's like a little older you know she's like probably like i don't know 48 you know and she's talking okay. to you and she's like yeah you know uh the older you get you know it's, it's difficult to meet people you know and, she, and like these like two fucking studs walk by and Hell she does yeah. she does that thing where she looks at them and she has uh like glasses on and she goes ooh, and like like puts the glasses down on looks like over her glasses absolutely so she's wearing a bow tie and it starts spinning and she goes honestly at this point i really i think christine mcmichaels daniels has great style because she's wearing sunglasses and a bow tie she is rad she used to hang out with david bowie back in the day oh my god yeah she has some tales apparently david (sighs) bowie is uh a terrible chess player and you're like oh tell me more and she's like you know some things are left to the dead so um 
you're talking to her and after those two studs walk by she just kind of looks at you and she goes honestly Sarah at this point in my life I'm just trying to find a stud you know what I mean absolutely and if somebody my cat just f- fell over oh no is it alright no it's okay She, yeah she's okay hell yeah she's upset um Give me just one second. All right. This will be left in the episode. Oh, 100%. We're we're looking good. We're looking good here. Everything's back to normal. Okay. So she looks at you and she kind of goes... If somebody like Christine McMichael's Daniels can't find a stud... Yeah. What kind of a world are we living in? You gotta think that to yourself, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this for the ladies. And you start this app, Stud Finder, and the way it works is, it's basically people who are just looking for studs. You know what I mean? Looking for hunks. Uh, and so the way it works is, uh, people download it, and you, uh, what you do is, um, you open the app. And like the background of your phone looks like an actual stud finder and um, you put it up against like a person. And uh-huh. if and if they're like studly enough, it'll like hang there. You know what I mean? Whoa. And, that, and then like the, uh, the, the phone starts going, we found a stud. We found a stud. We like it's like a whole thing. Uh, but however, if they're not deemed studly enough uh, for the stud finder. Uh, when you put the phone on them, um, not only does it uh, like slip down, but it also gives them like a small electrical jolt. So stud finder is kind of changing the ways that that, you know, people find their studs, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, this is a conversation starter at minimum. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what I mean? And honestly, sometimes even if like the people aren't officially classified as studs, the people still are like. But, you know, he seems, you know, nice. So even when... It's a way to meet. It's a way to meet anyone. Yeah. So By um, holding a phone up to them. Yeah. And either giving them a mild shock or, uh, you know, making a loud noise in public. <laughs> but honestly, it's pretty popular. Like, people get used to it. You know what I mean? At first, people, yeah, were, like, yeah. people were like, ah, oh, what the fuck is that? But, like, you know, people did that. Or, you but know, then it's the new norm. It's the new norm. It's here on the, the clock strike six. I'm changing the game. The game will never be the same, thanks to Stud Finder. So um, you're actually doing okay, like uh, financially, uh, because of this. Uh, you actually just that's got, amazing. Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty happy about it, man. You just got off the road. You're on the road with uh, the um, the Freemasons of Comedy tour, and it was basically you guys just going traveling, playing different places. Uh, one one of the guys, his name is uh, Brother Edward. Uh, he mostly, what area of the country are we are we touring? You're touring all over. It turns out that there are free wow. Freemasons everywhere. Yeah, it is. And a, in like a higher or international organization, I don't know. Um, they don't bother with the international stuff. You know, they take care of their own. Okay. Mm. So, Domestic um, affairs. Yeah, so you're you're not like a, a Freemason. I mean, I'm assuming, but like, uh, but you know, they one of the guys there. He's known as uh, Chief, uh, F- Chief Phonic, 
he saw you uh, telling jokes. You're you're telling jokes at the hottest show in Los Angeles. Do I do I have any Freemason material? No, they actually kind of like ask you to like kind of not. They're they're not. They're just like you know a lot of our act kind of like covers Freemason stuff. So, um, but that means you have literally every other thing to tell jokes about. So you're like, ah, you know, gotcha. that seems fair, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what happened was they saw you uh, at the uh, the hottest new show in Los Angeles. Um, you were performing. Uh, at a uh, a kill shelter. Uh, the name of uh, do- go ahead. The name no, of uh, the- nothing, <laughs> nothing. So uh, you're performing. Yes, at this, go on at this uh, this kill shelter, uh, and it's it's called uh, it's called Times Up Pets, and uh, you. <laughs> You guys, uh, they do a show. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Times Up pin, <laughs> but, but but it's not that kind of Times Up. It's the other, no. it's the other kind for killing animals. For the kill shelter, so they do it every, um, they do it every Sunday, and um, those guys just happen they do to the be big one kill, of the guys. The big killing. Yeah, the name of the show, uh, it's called, uh, <laughs> it's called Bark. If you're ready to laugh. It's hosted uh, by. There's uh, a comedy d- show at a at a kill shelter, and then we do comedy, and then do they kill the dogs? No one really knows when they kill the dogs. <laughs> okay, but it's not part of the show. No, it's just the backdrop. I just want to make sure you're not putting me in a situation that I wouldn't be in. Oh no 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 no. So um, one of the one of the dudes, uh, Chief, his name is Chief. Uh, uh, Malcolm uh, Phonic. So he goes, uh, he's just in the neighborhood and he sees you uh, do real well. And he's like, oh man, you get off stage. <clears throat> you kind of walk to the back and he kind of like strikes up a conversation. He's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a comic too, blah, blah. I just saw you perform. That was, man, that was so funny. And you go, you're doing better than this guy at least. And you kind of look up and on stage is uh, Danny Goodwin and he is eating shit, dude. At one point he actually like like slips and falls on his back and like, and he hurts his back. So yeah, he eats shit metaphorically and literally, um, well not literally, but you know what I mean? And that doesn't even save him. No, uh, well, everyone cheers, but you know, it's not for a good reason. So anyway, so yeah, mean cheer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 they start going, Danny Goodwin, no one, help him out. Danny Goodwin, put him in a grave. <laughs> so, um, you. <laughs> I join in briefly, but then. Yeah, so but anyway, so he goes on to explain the concept of the tour and stuff. You'd be like, uh, kind of like the MC throughout, and uh, you end up doing it. It's like a just like a two week thing, and uh, you come off the road, and uh, you're feeling pretty good. You know, you're like, wow, this is kind of going okay right now. Uh, you go to this um, this new restaurant in town. It is a uh, Thai place. Okay. And the name of uh, the restaurant is uh, Thai Wins. 
Ty Wins. Yeah, it was uh, it was opened by a, a comedian named Ty Wynn. And he realized uh-huh. like, oh, I can do a play on words here. But like, no one likes it. Uh-huh. You're, the, you're the only one there. But, so how is it spelled on the sign? Is it, is it, how is it spelled on the sign? It's spelled uh, T-A-I and then in parentheses T-H-A-I. Uh-huh. T-H-A-I. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it's spelled uh, W-I-N-Z. Tie tie wins. <laughs> So you go in there. Uh, it's like the new spot in town or whatever. And uh, totally because I'm like, oh, Tai Wen. This is probably his restaurant. Yeah, and you walk in. I get it. I get it immediately. Absolutely, and you like just start fucking walking towards that door. You know, because uh, I'm a huge fan of Tai Wen. Uh, of course, I mean everyone is. Uh, so Who isn't? Uh, at this point in time, uh, Tai Wen has become like a very successful restaurant tour. With uh, the Thai food uh, place, uh, he has a place. What can't he do? So far, he has not found an obstacle that he couldn't uh, overcome. Uh, Thai Wen is actually like currently looking for the newest obstacle that he could possibly take on. Uh, like like one time. If you don't know Thai Wen, let me explain this to you. If Elon Musk was a comedian, it would be Thai Wen is to comedy what Elon Musk is to being a rich guy. He was fucking born to do it, man. Born to do it. He he is he is what Beto was to briefly running in the Democratic race. Yeah, he dude. wants to be in it, man. He's yeah. just born to be in it. And when yeah, and, and that it's weird because when when you walk into Ty Wins, uh you actually see uh Beto leave and like he leaves and he like kind of like nods to you. He's like, "Sorry." Holy shit. Yeah. And so uh you walk in and uh does he is he flirting with me? No. Not at all, okay. actually. He doesn't even look at you. I thought you he, said he said my name. Yeah, but he he said it to you while he was staring at the ceiling as he walked past. It's like the Rude. exact opposite. Yeah, it's actually kind of shitty. It's like really weird. Also, so he you, like ha- Beto hates me. Well, that's good. Fuck Beto. <laughs> yeah. You also but like as he walks past, you're like, how does that guy know my name? So you walk in and um Weird day. Stan- very strange day. And uh, you're waiting in line, you know. There's um, a couple people in front of you. But uh, the guy in front of you, uh, you can't help but notice, uh, is, is is pretty striking. Uh, what is this, looking. like a counter? This is a counter place? This it's a is counter like place. I order it. I order Thai food at the counter? Yeah. And then they, um, okay, they cool. have like, yeah, and then they have like ropes all hanging from the ceiling. So they actually like do like a Tarzan swing. They like Tarzan swing it over to you. Thai doesn't fuck around, dude. All so right. uh, the people that work there are all like trained gymnasts and stuff like that. They're like Olympic gold Holy medalists shit. and shit. Yeah, it is an experience, dude. Even though like it's not a very popular place just because of the horrible name. It's, so It's uh, so weird that I have to order at the counter, but there's an acrobat that brings me my food. They go the extra <laughs> mile. I can't get a server. They go the extra mile. So, all right, I get it. I'm so here you, for the gimmick and for the food. Hell yeah, you are. So you fucking walk in and the guy in front of you, like I said, is, is sort of like a striking looking. Um, he's wearing like a like a like a blue what appears to be like a blue uh, like wizard's robe. Okay. Uh, but there's these like uh, like like pictures of like bears all over. OK. And. um <clears throat> This guy has like a wizard's hat. 
He's wearing. He has like a like a, a staff, holding a staff. At the end of it is like a small like a uh, spike almost, and on that spike mm-hmm. is a fucking beef sausage, and it smells pretty good. Whoa! And you look at this guy's robe, and you realize like this is like official NFL gear. Like this cost a pretty penny. It's very expensive looking. And this Does guy the hat match? Exactly. Okay. He uh turns around and he uh he starts talking to you. And it's odd because this guy has the worst Chicago accent that you have ever heard in your fucking life. It, I mean he's holding a beef sausage on his on the end of a stick, so it stabs it stat cuts through your ears like those nails cut through Christ's flesh. It does not sound good. It sounds like, like a, those those famed Chicago foghorns. It sounds like an empire falling. He goes, um, he goes, he goes, hey there, Sarah, I'm the wizard of Chicago over there. How are you doing? You smell that fucking beef sausage you almost you almost do that you do that thing in cartoons where like they smell something good and like their feet kind of they, they kind of like levitate off the ground a little bit you know what i mean yeah you do that for mm-hmm. just a second but when you become cognizant of what you're doing you lose all confidence and like you know fall the inch to the ground or whatever right and so the wizard of chicago um goes on to explain that he needs a little bit of help He goes, hey, um, he goes, he goes, hey, Sarah. So basically, and it, again, the accent, it is. Offensive. Offensive to so many people. To the point where like when he as he's talking, you're you're hearing the words, but for just a second, uh, almost because of the voice, you can see. The layers of Dante's hell for just a split second. You see it enough, though, uh, for for long enough to see um, uh, Danny Goodwin being uh, <laughs> tortured. He's in hell. He died right after he uh, performed. In the in the Wizard of Chicago's mouth, I see Danny Goodwin. Yeah, you see a vision of Danny, Danny Goodwin in hell. Bombing, then dying. Yeah. And in hell, uh, like, like like at one point, he's just like sitting there and he's like breathing and he's like really heavy. And then like, a, like a, de- a demon comes up to like kill him and he goes, wait, hold on. And like tells him a joke and it just fucking bombs. So you're like, holy shit. And so um, uh. you see it for just a second. So he goes on to explain to you that um, the Lanolax Corporation uh, has uh, stolen something. He goes, he goes, the Lanolax Corporation is stolen something from me, Sarah. <laughs> what have they stolen? I don't he like go- this wizard's energy. He's pretty dark, <laughs> but he goes. But he I goes, am he, curious. Yeah, he goes. He goes. Uh, he goes. It's a. It's the orb of Illinois. He goes, he goes, the Lanolax Corporation, they they stole my orb over there. And he goes, I was at, I was watching a, a Cubs game. The Cubs. You ever watch Saturday Night Live, Sarah? 
No. He goes, so they stole my orb. And he goes on to explain that there's one specific agent of the Lanolax Corporation who has stolen the orb of Illinois. And he goes on to explain that if he doesn't have that orb, he's not restored to his like full power or whatever. Okay. He goes, so he goes on to explain to you that there is um, a bar just around the corner from here where this guy is like hanging out. And the Wizard of Chicago is not allowed in that bar uh, because they don't accept out of state IDs. So he's like not allowed in. So you. That seems illegal. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, he's I mean, just banned from the bar because he's wearing a wizard's hat. I think they told him a lie. <laughs> so basically, the guy who works for the Leyland's Corporation, that the, their their agent, he is uh, chilling at this bar. All you have to do is go over there, you know, and steal the orb from him. He goes, he goes, you know, uh, wink at him just a little bit over there, you know. Blow him a kiss. Do what you gals do. Then steal my orb. I don't like being pimped out for this orb. And now a stranger. Now the beef sausage is like smoking. You know, like there's actual like the darkest wow. smoke that you've ever seen in your fucking life. But it smells amazing. Like it's getting hotter. Um, yeah, you could say that. He goes, okay. he goes, so he goes, so he goes on to tell you that in return, uh, you can use the orb of Illinois one time, but it's a very powerful artifact. He goes, that's why they stole it from me, Sarah. Oh God. I hate it when he talks. <laughs> I love sausage. What can I say? What is he going to do with the Orb of Illinois? He kind of like looks out the window. And for just a sec, you see the lines on his face. You see the age. You look at this guy and you think to yourself, this guy, this guy has uh, seen more sunsets than he's going to see. You look into his um, what? <laughs> pale blue eyes as he stares out the window, the pouring rain that suddenly came from nowhere. And he kind of like says very softly, almost like he's talking to himself. He goes, I'm burying it with my father. What do you do? What? Um, do you agree to steal the does, orb of Illinois I, so he so he can bury it with his de dead father? What um what can I do with the orb? What how much power does the orb have? Uh, the orb has power over uh, time, and it has power over minds. So what you can do with it is you can either fast Whoa. yeah fast forward. Go back in time. You know what I mean? Um, you also, uh, after you do that, you actually have the ability to return to where your future like would have been. You know what I mean? So you don't have to live through everything again necessarily. If you want to. If that makes sense. 
Oh, like I can jump back in time and then go come back to the present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, oh, is power over interesting pa- power over minds. So you, what that means is, uh, you can like influence people. Uh, tell basically what you do is you uh, you hold the uh, the orb in your hand uh, for like ten seconds, and then you have about um, an hour and a half of mental powers. Where you can like influence people or make people fall asleep or do like, you know, you're seeing a hallucination, you know, a hallucination or whatever. Stuff like that. I can make people hallucinate for like an hour. You have mental powers. You 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 essentially can Whoa. do whatever you want. You can make it so that But I can only can, do this one time. Well, yeah, the one time. And then the mental powers would last you for um how much should I say? Like an hour and a half. An hour and yeah, an hour and a half. Why not? Fuck it. But if I if I like say I like uh, mentally influence people during that hour and a half, does it does that influence fade away once my, my power fades or, or do no. their minds remain changed? No, their, their minds remain changed. OK, so I just have the power to like soften their minds and yeah. make them receptive to, to my influence. You soften their minds like butter melting on a skillet. Whoa. He goes, will you help me, Sarah? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll help you, wizard. And he goes, hooray. And so uh, he tells you like where to go and stuff. And he tells you what the guy looks like. Uh, and so yeah. you, you walk into, there's a bar, there's a there's this place uh, around the corner called uh, The Chisel. The airliner. <laughs> yeah so the chisel uh is uh kind of like a not not it's not it's kind of a little run down there's definitely not a lot of charm to it but it's the only place in town to hear like good house music like it like it is it is sort of an institution so uh you walk in there there's this guy sitting at the bar um on the uh bar top or or like not on the bar top sorry but uh, like on the ground is a a jet black bag he's just like sitting there what do you do? Um. So uh, my plan, I uh, I I go to uh, I go up to the bar. Yeah. Um, and I sit next and I sit next to him. Sit next to him. He kind of like looks over you and like nods and looks back down at his drink. Suddenly, okay, you um, hear the best industrial techno that you've ever heard in your life. And you're like, fuck. Wow, like, can't, place- can't imagine what that sounds like. For a second, you're like, this place fucking rules. Like, I don't get why people are. <laughs> okay, I don't get why people don't come here. So he, so he, so he kind of looks at you and he, he kind of like nods at you or whatever. Goes back mm-hmm. to his drink. Uh-huh. What do you do? Um, I, uh, is, is anyone else in the bar? Um, there's some people kind of scattered about. There's like there's like a couple talking to each other a few seats down. There's like a couple stragglers talking to each other, you know. Okay. Um I uh I ugh, oh god, I don't know. Um He kind of looks I, he kinda I lo- order a drink. What do you so the bartender walks over? Um 
He shows you uh, the drink menu that they have available. Okay. There's uh-huh. there's one uh, drink and like it doesn't say what's in them. They're just like names. Um, there's uh-huh. there's there's one drink called um, um, it's called Ho Chi Minh. There is uh, but it's called the Ho Chi Mint. And so you're kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting, I guess. Um, there mm-hmm. is one. Sounds like a mojito or something, maybe. Possibly, yeah. Um, there is uh, one drink there called the um, the Cave of Earthly Delights. And there's there was the one. And there's one there called the Soupy Joe. Which one do you order? Um, the Ho Chi Mint. So um, he brings. Well, a- no, no, no. Wait, I, 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 I want to order the Ho Chi Mint, but I, sure. I turn to the guy. Yeah. And I and I go, hey, what do you? What should I get? And he kind of go. He kind of looks at you and he goes, "You know, you strike me as someone who would really enjoy a nice Ho Chi Mint." He goes, "It's an unfortunate go, name." Yeah, I go, great choice. I'll have a Ho Chi Minh to the and bartender. The guy, the guy turns to the bartender and he goes, put it on my tab. And then. Uh, the bartender walks away, comes back. He's got like a, it's like glass. It looks like it's filled with like a dark kind of liquid, you know? He, uh. Puts it in front of you. You take a sip. Doesn't really taste like anything. So you're just like, well, all right, whatever. Um, and so he, so he goes, um, and he, he kind of, and like eventually you guys strike up a conversation. Um, this guy, his name is um, Alfred Jet. Works with Lanalax Corporation, and um, you know, you guys just sort of like, you know, you guys talk and stuff. Um, there's. Um, you guys are watching a show called Who's Got It? And it's go and it's a pretty good episode. So after a, a couple of those Ho Chi Mints, you're like, I don't feel drunk at all. But it looks like he is like about to fall asleep. He's so wasted. So you, so he kind of like looks at you. And right as he falls asleep on cool. the bar top, he just kind of looks at you and he just goes. I dreamed about this and then he passes out. What do you do? Um, I grab the bag and I quickly walk outside. So um, you walk out, you like run outside and um, yeah. you run back to where um, the Wizard of Chicago is. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like nowhere to be found. And you're kind of like, what the heck is this about? And uh, you like turn around uh, and uh, standing in front of you is this guy. This guy is got to be at least uh, nine feet tall. He is dressed like a clown. And uh, he is holding a uh, balloon with your face on it. And uh, your face is on the balloon. What's my expression? horror blood just drips from 
the eyes and you realize that like both of them both of the eyes are like missing and I don't mean like the eyeball is missing and it's an empty socket it's almost as if the eyes were never there you're not quite certain where the blood is exactly coming from but uh, the guy, the giant clown looks at you and he goes, hello, Sarah. My name is Dreamy Dan. Ru- Fuck. And he goes, and you have something fucking hate that this belongs fucking guy. to my friend. And then uh, he takes out like a, an axe and just cuts you right down the middle. Fuck. Fuck. And for, Shit. for just a second, like your body uh, holds together and he kind of leans in and goes like, just kind of like blows and then uh, your body like falls apart. Yeah. Fuck! And uh, he picks up uh, the orb and walk, walks back to the bar with it. Shit. The la- and like, it's, it's weird because the last thing that you hear uh, at right as that ax slices through your fucking body. Um, last thing you hear uh, in the distance is probably the worst Chicago accent you've ever heard in your life. And you hear him go, sorry, Sarah. And then you die. Fuck. 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 Stupid fucking wizard. Shit. (laughs) Dreamy Dan. Dreamy Dan. I hate that fucking guy. Why? He's the best one. He sucks. (laughs) Oh, he sucks. (laughs) He's always axing me. Uh, I think I think he rules, but you're dead. <laughs>